Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's Wednesday, now several days after it was discovered that multiple senior members of the Los Angeles City Council are overt racist and bigots, anti-black, uh, like all all manner of ugliness and discrimination was coming from Nuri Martinez, Gil Cedillo, and Kevin DeLeon. Just extremely disgusting and frustrating thoughts, which we know led to disgusting actions and behaviors and votes. And they refused to step down. Even after the president of the United States says step down, even after the Democratic Party of their own county says step down, they're refusing to step down. And today I want to tell you what I really think is going on with that refusal. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. I have been deeply involved with local, state, and national politics at least since 1999. I go a little bit before that. Like, before that, I was I was following politics as a hobby, as an obsession even. But in 1999, it was when I was involved with my first presidential campaign. Uh, I was uh, a volunteer and s- spoke at rallies and events when Al Gore was running for president and um, worked closely with Atlanta's mayor, Maynard Jackson, to to get Al Gore elected. And obviously that case ended up going all the way to the Supreme Court, for those of you that don't know. And uh, Al Gore barely lost. It came down to some like microscopic voting ballot impressions. Some of you will have no idea what I'm about to say, but some of you will. It came down to something called hanging chads. Uh, I won't even get into it because that's not what I'm here for. But I've been in, I've been deeply involved with politics since then, since 1999. And over the past 10 years, I've been in, involved in helping to uh, manage campaigns, direct campaigns, fundraise for campaigns, advise campaigns, write policies for campaigns. Um, I've done hundreds and hundreds of campaign events for political candidates. And in studying, in living through and studying politics up close, I have seen enough people be in the middle of, of a scandal. And I've particularly seen a lot of Democrats lately be kind of at the center of a scandal involving racism. If it was uh, a photo of them, you know, in blackface, and that's a real thing, like a photo of them when they were younger, just doing something 
so outrageous and beyond the pale that it totally changes how you see them today. They're like, oh, when you were when you were a young adult, not a child, when you were a young adult, you dressed in blackface for fun. Like what? And clearly that was a thing for white folk all over the country. And what we've witnessed is politicians now no longer doing what we saw happen with Al Franken, where there were some pictures and discussions that Al Franken had sexually harassed a person and uh, touched a per or, or not even touched a person, but pretended to touch a person against their will. And Al Franken resigned from office and was was basically done with elected office. Well, since then, multiple Democrats have been accused of an, a wide range of behaviors from sexual assault to overt racism. And the new playbook for a lot of them is honkering down, not resigning and weathering it. And after a certain period of time, those politicians be it the governor of Virginia, the lieutenant governor of Virginia, those politicians, even when everybody was saying, damn it, you better resign. You have to acknowledge this and step down. This is disgusting. It's a distraction. We could do better. Resign. And they didn't. They refused to resign. They refused to step down. And ultimately, because this is the nature of protest and anger, protest and anger They are finite. You can only keep up a level 10 frustration and anger for a short burst of time because other things have your attention. You have other things will pull you away and level 10 anger is not sustainable. And what people, and I'm just speaking about Democrats in particular, what Democrats in scandal Because Republicans in scandal, their playbook almost exclusively is don't resign. Weather it. Keep keep through it. It will pass. And I think Democrats in, in some ways learned from the Republican playbook and are also now just saying, no, I'm not going to resign. I will apologize and acknowledge it, but I won't leave. And some of that is because we're dealing with what we call career politicians people who don't have other jobs, other sources of income. This is completely who they are and what they are. And, you know, they're thinking about their own personal income and mortgages and health insurance. Like they don't want to be unemployed. So it's like, yes, I know I said and did this despicable thing, but I'm not going to sacrifice my position and livelihood because you are hurt and outraged by it. And I think that's what we see, you know, right now with, well, you know, city council president, Nuri Martinez, who said, Hey, I'll stop being city council president and I'll even take an extended vacation, but I'm not going to resign from the city council. And the same with Gil Cedillo. Gil Cedillo's term is over in a few more months It would be easy for him to go ahead and step down, but he's not going to do it. I know that man is not going to step down. Kevin DeLeon, he seems to be telling people like, hey, the worst things you heard didn't come from me. And 
Not, but not only was he there, all three of them said and did things that were racist and homophobic and unethical. And and when they weren't saying it, they were amening it and applauding it and just enduring it, not saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't say that. How dare you say that? That's disgusting. That's racist. That's bigoted. If you're going to say that, you're not going to say it in my presence. And I'm offended that you thought you could say it in my presence. Like, could you imagine if that was the recording? You know, all of a sudden, we'd, there'd be a hero in this story. But that's not what we have. And I think it's two things. I think they, ha- they are probably being advised by their own people, their own team, their own advisors, weather this. I know it seems like you can't, but we've seen other people weather it. Now you need to weather it. Hunker down and weather this thing out. I, th- I bet they're being advised to do that. That's number one. And, and they're, they're taking that advice because they want and need this, this thing as a job, as a place of employment, as a source of income, and a place of power. And so they, they also know, and this is the second thing that I think is at play, they know that it will be harder to hold them accountable while they are members of the city council because they get votes and there's not really precedent for, and there's three of them. So it's not like it's one and everybody can just outvote them. There are three of them on the city council. And if all three of them stay on the city council, it is going to be much harder to hold them accountable for anything that is launch an investigation into, into who they are, what they've done. As long as they're a part of the city council, even if that stuff happens, they'll be right there in the mix of it. And so, like, people are talking about some of the things they said maybe actually even being not just ugly, but illegal. Like, they were, they were appointments they made, policies they had were rooted in their bigotry. And we're rooted in a lot of a lot of ugly things. And so it's like, yeah, it's it might be. Here's the thing. Uh, if I can take my emotions and feelings and personal thoughts out of it. I think it's best for Los Angeles and best for the people if they resign unequivocally. However, if my job was solely to advise one of them. I understand how someone could advise them, don't resign. You are safer if you're in that position. And I think that's what's happening right now. I think they're trying to weather it out and keep their positions for their own benefit. It's part of why Trump was fighting so hard to remain president because he knew once he wasn't, There are lots of things that could happen to hold him and those around him accountable that would never happen if he was in office. I think that's at play here. Listen, I've got to run. Got a crazy busy day. But love, love, love and appreciate all of you. Let's keep on pushing. These folk need to resign yesterday. It's disgusting they're still in office. Uh, If you're not a member of the North Star, why not? If you're hearing me say these words... If you're learning from the breakdown or the North Star, we need your support. Go now 
to thenorthstar.com and become a member today. Love and appreciate you all. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break, 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 break.